I find myself sympathizing with Joseph in this Advent season. Matthew is the only gospel writer who takes any interest in Joseph. But compared to Mary's, Joseph's encounters with God are played out in a minor key, more like our own. In Luke, Mary encounters the angel of God when she's fully awake, fully aware, in the broad daylight of a thrilling revelation. But Matthew's Joseph encounters the angel only in the dark of night, deep in a dream, that ancient shadowy passageway connecting divine wisdom to human understanding. Dreams are a form of chaos most of the time, and one would think that Joseph's dream would reflect in some distorted and frightening way the chaos of his own life, a young woman pregnant and not by him, the fear of public disgrace, a need to keep everything quiet, the urge to hide his shame in a darkened room. And yet in the midst of chaos comes this startling dream, startling because it clarifies rather than confuses. But perhaps to Joseph's continuing dismay, it clarifies the chaos paradoxically by deepening it. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. The writer of this gospel must have known that this was not the first time someone named Joseph would be forced to trace his way through a landscape of dreams. That first Joseph, Jacob's son, dreamed his way out of exile in Egypt to lead his undeserving brothers into a world reconciled and restored. And so too this second Joseph will dream his way into exile in Egypt and back. Go take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt, the dream says. He will carry with him in the crook of his arm a second Moses, a second Joshua, a second Adam to redeem our chaos and make our pathways straight. We latter-day Josephs, men and women both, know a lot about chaos these days. A pandemic that never seems to go away, horrible bloodshed in Israel and Gaza, meltdowns in public conversation, a national politics poisoned by bigotry, xenophobia, cynicism, hypocrisy, and deep mistrust. God's own earth poisoned by our own greed and unmindfulness as climate change careens toward its post-human endgame. But it is not just the outer world's chaos that haunts me in this Advent season. It's also the chaos of our inner worlds, our deepest desires at cross-purposes with each other. We feel it when we want at the same time to embrace our families and to escape them, when we harbor private griefs or grievances in the midst of public joy, when in spite of the holiday or because of it, we seek to escape our Zoom reunions and flee to a darkened room to banish all semblance of dreams, to sleep in blankness. And yet, as with Joseph, the dream will come, however much we try to block it, a dream of redemption that makes of our mixed desires and the world's distress the very stuff of revelation. If there is any hope left in a season so bedeviled by endless consumption and endless desire, it lies in our ability to welcome Joseph's dream, the dream that deep in Mary's womb is buried not the sign of our shame and guilt, but the hope of our liberation. Reverberation of the Spirit is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon.
Music for this podcast was performed by Dr. Catherine Webb. For more information, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.